Now, right here, I'm going to have someone come and tell you some things that he witnessed, that he saw. Because you read some stuff in the newspaper, and really the newspaper tried to play it down. But now some of the stuff he saw is totally new. Stuff that was happening even before the newspaper broke the story. Stuff that they didn't cover. Stuff that happened almost within a stone's throw of where I live. God had a purpose in me being where I'm at and in the house I'm in and in the community where I'm at. C.B., would you come and share this morning? You pray and you ask God to guide C.B. in his words this morning. This is my neighbor. He's a little nervous. He's new at this, but he'll be all right. Praise God. He's at home. Would you welcome him? Well, he's right about one thing. I am scared, but I think it's a good cause. We need to fight the devil. I'm not sorry I sold this man the house next door. I love him and his family greatly. They just don't know how much. That old boy upstairs has been a great help to me, too. I guess it was around Christmas of last year. The girl across the street, a uh, good Christian lady, her and her husband, we thank the world of them. She'd call me. She'd seen a fire over in the woods. It was sleeting outside. It was cold. It was around Christmas. We saw torches in the woods. That was, seemed odd to me, but I just slept it off the next day, and she was talking to me about it. So uh, the next day, I went over investigating. I felt the power of good spirits. You feel them all over. But the spirit I felt in those woods was cold chills all over my back. Nothing on the front, just the back. The back of my neck, clear down to my heels. But I went ahead and I looked over these woods. These people had burned a circle nearly as big as this room down through the woods, around, all the way around. They had cut logs and laid them in designs in the woods. There was a certain tree there they had something tied to, who knows what, with machete or axe marks all over the tree. The strings were still there. He can tell you that. We went over and investigated. I showed him what I, some of the stuff that I had seen. It's still there. They had built fires around the bases of the trees, all around this circle. They were not afraid of starting a forest fire. They had to be known what they were doing. But uh, it scared me when I was in those woods. It scared me bad. Like I said, I went on, went on back to the house and talked to the neighbor about it. I said, hey, there's nothing over there. Oh, about a month later, I guess, something like that. I had a bulldog in our backyard. We kept him tied. His name was Colonel. Three-year-old bulldog, little, little bitty fella, little Boston Terrier. Somebody poisoned that dog for no reason. My wife uh, got off at 11 o'clock. She went down and let him loose. And they had to have poisoned him right before she got home. Because he was dead in my basement the next morning. We took him to the vet. And they said that he had been poisoned. On the chain, he, he wouldn't harm anybody. Anybody in the neighborhood knew him. But we kept him on a chain for two years. So there was no hurting of anybody. They just poisoned him out of whatever. Okay, then Easter comes along. Good Friday. The day that our Savior is to be crucified. Around 12.30 in the afternoon, 12.30, 1 o'clock, my neighbor lady calls me again. She says, you're not going to believe this, but she said there's a bunch of people over here on this hillside. And there was four-wheel drive trucks, cars, just people started gathering. All they was playing music and having a big time. And we wasn't paying attention to that, that during the daytime everything was fine. Well, about, about dark, a little after, they started building this gigantic fire. And uh, if everybody remembers, back around then, we had this burning ordinance. You're not even supposed to burn your trash, much less have a bonfire the way these people had it going over there. The crowd grew. We got the binoculars out. 
from our neighbor's back deck, there was two or three families of us started watching these people. They, uh, to start with, just loud, abusive language, singing, cutting up, the way some drunks do. Then the red capes came out. We watched them for, oh, I guess an hour. They were just having a picnic over there. Everybody had on red capes. This one guy was naked as a jaybird. He put on his red cape, too. They were just, I mean, it, it's unbelievable the way they were acting. I mean, you'd have to see it to believe it. It was horrible. We wouldn't even let our kids come out there with us. That's how bad the language was. Well, we got the bright idea. There was a burning ordinance. So one of the neighbors called the fire department. Here comes this little water truck up there. We told him how to get there. What's he do? He comes right up in there where we are. Lots of flashing. Well, we tell him how to get there, and he leaves. So we get the idea that's not enough. We're going to call the law. So we call the sheriff's department. Here comes the Dukes of Hazard. I'm telling you what, there was four or five squad cars. We tell them how to get there. What do they do? They come right up in our addition again. All this is doing is telling these devil worshippers over there that we're there and what we've done. It's telling them exactly who made the phone calls. I go out and stop the front cruiser. After all of them almost pile up, I tell them exactly how to get back there, where the driveway is that I had been back there earlier. So they went back. You know, we saw them going in, fire department and the sheriff's department. They don't really pay us a, a whole lot of mind about telling us what happened, except they did tell us that uh, the red we saw was red beer kegs. Now, I don't know who fabricated that story, but I'm not blind. I got 20-20 vision with my glasses on, and I had a good pair of binoculars. We were watching these creeps. I mean, they were filled with the spirit of the devil. They were cussing us. They were calling us all kinds of names. They were cussing the law, everybody. If I sound mad, it's because I am. Because I've been under personal attack for a spell now. Brother Jim knows what I'm talking about. I can't tell you. But Satan will attack the thing you love most. I know what I'm talking about. For God's sake, please listen to me. These people can carry out some stuff that can hurt you. But anyhow... I found out later from one of the deputies, he made the statement that he would never, ever go out on a call like that again. He said when they got over there, that there was red capes laying on the hoods of the cars and the trunk on the backs of the cars, on the pickups, and he said the people were scary. And he said one guy was still running around there like an idiot with his red cape on, so when the guy took the cape off, he was nude, which we already knew. They managed to scare some of the local law enforcement officers to death, but they told the law that they had the permission of a doctor who owned the land to stay over there all night. They were just camping out. The law left. The fire department put out their fire. They told the law they were going to spend the night there. They didn't stay 10 minutes, not 10 minutes, after the law and everybody left. When everything was found out and everything was all done, they had no idea of staying the night. They just packed up, and as soon as the law left, they followed them out. That's about all I've got to say. He, he can tell you some more stuff. I took him over there and showed him where it was at. But uh, I would like to thank God for my salvation and thank him for all that he's done for me and all he's going to do for me. And I will tell the devil this one thing. The only thing he's managed to do is get me closer to the Lord than I've ever been in my life. And I thank him for that. I love my Jesus, and I'm going to serve him till the day I die because I'm going to heaven when I die. And the devil and all his little demons is not going to stop that. Thank you. Thank you.